Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, peace. Welcome. Welcome back. We are here. We are live. We are in full effect. Your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology. We are covering this week, um, Sunday, July the 31st through Saturday the 6th. Okay, so buckle up, get ready. We are about to take off. Um, definitely and always, we give honor, reverence, respect. We pay homage. We remember our divine righteous ancestors, Ashe and Amin-Ra. And uh, absolutely, we never miss the opportunity to appreciate and thank you, thank you, thank you to Brother Ampu for allowing us once again yet another week to be right here together. Thank you for the listeners. Just uh, I really appreciate that because it motivates me to come back every week knowing that the information, the love that I pour into the two hours I have here with y'all every week is just, it's what I really, really want to do, even if I was doing, if I was doing it for free, you know, follow the, we're in Leo season now, everybody is following their truest, their heart's truest desires, everybody is living boldly and courageously like lions and lionesses, so, um, that that this has been an amazing Leo season already. I might be a little biased since I'm a fire sign myself. Um, shout out to all the Aries, Leos, and Sagittariuses, those who have those signs on their ascendant or rising sign in their chart. You're going to be feeling a boost this Leo season as well for the next few weeks. And we're all going to be feeling a boost for a few reasons in the week ahead, so let's not delay. Um, currently, what we got going right now? I know we started a new moon cycle, so currently the moon is in Taurus, Earth signs, uh, those especially with um, Earth signs as their moon sign. When the moon is in an Earth sign like Taurus, you're likely to feel, have access to good feelings. Hopefully your vibe, everybody's out there is vibing high and you absolutely have access to those good feelings and are not manifesting these energies in their lower vibration. Um, We had a last quarter moon this week. um, It was in, oh, I want to say, I'll pull it up here in a second, y'all. But we had a last quarter moon, and we definitely uh, energetically turned a corner since the Capricorn full moon. Um, Whoa, Capricorn full moon, karmic full moon. Go back and check out um, last week's episode if you missed it. Um, The the link to, to that episode is in the episode description for today's show. So feel free to check that out and catch up. If you'd like to know where we are right now what, and more about the moon transiting through Taurus and what that means 
And I won't spend a lot of time recapping this week on last week's um, show. You'll just have to go back and take a listen because we've got much, much, much to cover in the week ahead with the Leo New Moon coming up here on August the 2nd. So um, for all of you since the Capricorn full moon who feels like, okay, I've had this really karmic, heavy, restricting, I'm describing Capricorn and Saturn here for you guys. This, you know, serious, um, you know, this these events that have occurred that have called me to become much more mature and more responsible in my dealings, especially when you know what house that the full moon um, it was transiting for you. You, even from a more conscious place of awareness, were able to glean all you could from the Capricorn full moon energy and and even as of yesterday with the I believe I want to say balsamic moon I've got to pull up this calendar y'all because I cross them up sometimes there's there's multiple moon phases not just the new and the full moon there are there are a total of eight so I'm just pulling this up real quick here you guys thank you for bearing with me I got a lot going on uh shout out to one of my beautiful um, patrons who has lavished me with um, beautiful astro love gifts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am. I have been putting together some birth um, chart reports for some children for one of um, parents, and it's just been a pleasure and a delight to communicate with one of the parents about their children, about their natal chart, about their destiny, astrologically speaking, you know, just to even give astrological context to your child's life and to have inroads to energies that they're too young to to even really express to you fully. And so it's just been fun, fun, fun. The June Inner Wisdom special still, <laughs> it just went really, really well, y'all. I'm so glad y'all are wanting to know yourselves astrologically. It's a beautiful um, awareness to have and a consciousness to live from. And it's just been an amazingly beautiful experience to share with you guys. Every astro love gift just means so much to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but yes, we just ha- we had the third quarter moon um, here on yesterday, and for those of you who um, follow the Mayan calendar or are familiar with the day out of time, um, potentially Happy New Year to to those who observe from that perspective. I know along my journey, closer to around the whole 2012 energetic paradigm shift. Um, I was observing time from that standpoint. It was it was beautiful, and to know and to be able to identify with ancestors who who lived according to that paradigm as well. It just it just it 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 was awakening. So just wanted to shout that out really quick. But yeah, the third quarter moon was yesterday. We energetically definitely turned a corner. I, hopefully, you guys are feeling <clears throat> like okay. In, in in about a week now, a little less than, we got a new moon in Leo coming, right, on the second. And this third quarter moon has allowed us to turn a corner to say, okay, whatever we were able to glean from 
the full moon in Capricorn. I really hope I can be heard, you guys. I um okay, yes, I can be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, we gleaned everything we could from the full moon. The full moon is like harvest time, okay? So when these full moons come around, whatever seeds you sowed either two weeks prior at the new moon closest to that date or six months prior um, at the new moon, in this case it would have been the new moon in Capricorn there at the beginning of the year in January, the early part of January 2016. So these cycles um, are continuing and we're at the point in this particular cycle where we've gleaned what we could from the harvest, everything that we didn't want or couldn't use or share, we are leaving it to decompose and 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 and, and restructure the soil for the next planting season and phase. And so uh, here uh, on Saturday at the balsamic moon, so much so where you're just resting, okay, at that point. At the, from Saturday to the new moon, it, you're not resting, not doing anything. You're resting your energies and your efforts for the new season ahead, for the new moon in Leo ahead, okay, for the, for the two weeks that comes after that and the six months that comes after that, depending on your short-term goals that, can, can bear, that you believe you can put your energies into that will bear fruit within a two-week time frame reasonably, and then for your longer-term goal, six months. Here, when we have a full moon six months from now in Leo, then you will see uh, more on your longer-term goal. Some stuff's not going to get done in two weeks. It may take six months. It may take a couple of new moon cycles in that sign to master the energies that are activated and triggered when a new moon in Leo happens for you in particular. Y'all know I got y'all hooked up, so I got the new moon in Leo horoscopes for all the signs. And so y'all will know exactly what area of life to be looking for these energies and and, and to, to be investing your energy and effort and focus and attention into based on your sun sign, and your rising sign, for sure, if you're a woman, that moon sign, it, it shows up. I, 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 can, I talk to a lot of women on a regular basis, and it shows up there in that moon sign. So for my, um, if you don't know what your moon sign is, you got access to me, one-click access to me in the episode description uh, information as well. It'll send an email straight to me. You can just ask me what your moon sign is. You will have to know your time of birth within about 15 minutes to be accurate, Um, maybe a little less than that. But, yes, um, you'll need to know your time of birth, and then you can find out a whole bunch of stuff, (laughs) even more so than just your moon and your rising sign, in addition to what you know to be your zodiac sign, which is actually astrologically and technically only describing one position, one planet, one point in your natal chart, which is where the sun was when you were born. There's a lot more to the story than that, and that's why we're here. We we are here. Mama Daughter Astrology serves as a catalyst for those who are on a journey and a quest to know their know themselves, 
um, and to do so, astro- give astrological context to knowing yourself, that part of yourself, that uh, description of yourself, okay, and your energies and what you came here to do, your soul's mission, your uh, uh, your destiny as it relates to your love and your money. Come on. Your destiny as it relates to your work and your daily routine. Your destiny as it relates to higher learning and long-distance journeys and adventures and marriage. So that's why I say y'all see it on the logo, FWM, fuck with me. Fuck with Mama Dada Astrology. We here for you. We do it out of love, and we appreciate the love that's given in return. The astro love gifts stay popping. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so Uranus is stationing <laughs> as we speak. It's already a really slow orbiting planet. I believe it's around 84 years it takes for Uranus to orbit the sun. Um, and it's been going through Aries here for a while as well. Uh, with the sun being in Leo, of course, all fire sign energies is going to be activated, Uranus included. Uh, as a matter of fact, in the week ahead, we have uh, the uh, really it's it's a lot of fire energy going on. We got Venus and Leo trining Uranus and Aries. We got Sun and Leo trining Saturn and Sagittarius. And we got a head. I got a heads up for my mutables too. Okay, um, a little bit later on in our week ahead. Uh, for some reason, I feel like I. You know what? I think this is my first time. I didn't listen to last week's show, y'all, and I just something is telling me I did not finish out. Uh, last week's show as far as giving y'all all all the information. And I apologize because now I wouldn't know where to pick it back and start back up from. So uh, just take that, y'all, as this Mars-Uranus energy on this Capricorn full moon. We're still kind of in that energy until the new moon here on the second. And I apologize also for any background noise as well. let me just jump into the week ahead because I don't want to belabor it and uh, I didn't prepare by going back like I sometimes do. I just assumed that I could pick it up um, with the new week ahead. So we'll just do it that way, y'all. If I if, there, if there's something you want to chat about, know about from, la- um, from last week that I didn't get to, your personal horoscope, I've always said I would send y'all that stuff um, at no charge, so please don't hesitate to ask me for any information regarding your sign, your sun, moon, or rising, or anything else. We can talk about your Venus sign, too. Let's get it. So they're on. So we start the week with the the moon in Cancer, y'all, okay? The last sign before the moon enters Leo. When the moon enters Leo, y'all know it's new moon in Leo time, okay? Right there on... um, on Tuesday, but the moon does enter Leo on Monday. We start our week ahead here on Sunday. So as the week starts, yes, we are still in the uh, energy of Cancer. Um, When the moon is in Cancer, of course, it's at home because um, the moon rules that sign. And so it's a double kind of sense and intensity of the energy of home the energy of family, the energy of what, of what makes you feel at home within yourself, your inner foundation, your strength, your core uh, of who you are. And so um, 
that's the what's going to be the kind of energy that emotionally satisfies us there as we're ending this particular week. Um, they're on Saturday the 30th, and, of course, we'll start our week ahead on the 31st on Sunday in that exact same energy. Moon and Cancer wants peace and quiet, okay? Moon and Cancer, um, there's healing potential in that um, cancer, Moon and Cancer energy, okay? Um, the fourth house where Cancer and, and the Moon rule, it governs the most. It's there at the bottom of that astrological wheel. It governs the most private, insular parts of us. Once again, our core. It's a it's a water house, so it's talking about emotions here as well. Cancer rules women. Cancer rules the breast. Cancer rules the mother. Cancer rules all things feminine. Okay. And so it's a really ideal time to get into, on a real mundane level, get in touch with your mother. If you haven't talked to her a while, call her um, here in, at ending out this weekend, starting out the week ahead there on Sunday, between Saturday and, Saturday and Sunday, call your mama, uh, let her just talk and go on, just, you know, indulge her, and uh, that would emotionally, that would be a an activity that would emotionally satisfy somebody here. Um, closing out the week and starting the week ahead, okay? Any um, activities around the house, any domestic activities, any activities that that tend to our personal private needs, okay? So things you would kind of do at home like grooming or, you know, even once again, even if it's just peace and quiet, it will completely emotionally satisfy us. Okay, uh, we're going to want to feel good, and that's why some may choose to just at home. You can really be a homebody when the moon is in cancer, okay? Or if you have to be away from home this weekend, you may feel homesick, okay? And that would be energetically why, because um, the moon is transiting through this constellation, through this area of the cosmos here in this weekend, Okay, so that's how we start the week, feeling feeling real homey and good and comfortable and insular. And then there on Sunday, uh, it would be in the eastern time zone, it's going to be Monday early rising, 12.08 a.m., okay? For every other time zone in the U.S., uh, it's going to be Sunday late, late night on July the 31st. Um, in the central time, it's 11.08, okay? And Venus is trining Uranus the, in, in these fire signs. Um, there's there, Of course, for, for those who study, yes, there's a, there's a grand fire trine lining up, okay? Um, and Venus and Uranus is, are part of that alignment. Um, Venus, of course, is what we value, what we love, um, who we love, who we socialize with. It, it's a really, you know, it's a feel-good planet. It's a, considered a benefic. And um, Uranus, oh, Uranus, we know about Uranus from uh, the episode talking about the Capricorn full moon because Uranus and Mars were major players. Um, we know about Uranus because this week Uranus is 
stationing in Aries, okay? And Venus and Uranus are um, trining. They're in the third deacon. Um, if I have some horoscopes for you guys for this, which I believe I do, um, it'll be it'll it'll um, it will concern those horoscopes most closely with the people who have energy in the third deacon of these signs. The third deacon um, of Leo and Aries is where this alignment is taking place. So Uranus is the sudden unexpected energies. We've talked plenty about it. The last word to describe Uranus is going to be boring, okay? Excitement, stimulation, electric uh, uh, anything electric, but even electrical impulses that run through us. Um, it's a love of or an appreciation of all things unique, all things different, all things that make us individual and weird. That's my favorite word to describe Uranus because who knew weird could be so cool energetically, spiritually, it's a beautiful energy, and especially with this trine to Venus we have in our week ahead. Um, they're on Sunday late night or Monday early rising, depending on your time zone. Uh, we're going to be all too ready to try something new when it comes to th- anything that we can appreciate, but namely, you know, love and money. We're going to be ready to try something new. If you're single, I know that sounds like a good energy to fool with, so yeah, know when you rise up on Sunday that the energy is exact right there um, for us to really appreciate and enjoy that new, new, that breakthrough that I talk about when I describe Uranus as it pertains to love and money and all any other thing that you can appreciate. Um all of our affections are going to be stimulated, you know, electrified. And new love is quite, quite possible, okay? If you are in an existing relationship, you're going to want to – What it, I put it in the title of the show last week, flex, flexibility, adaptability, uh, openness, and ready for change. You talk to the right person and a sudden unexpected a sudden unexpected event that Uranus denotes is going to be right up their alley. They're not going to be mad at a surprise. They're not going to be mad about an event they didn't see coming if they were waiting on change anyway. So this is that energy again, reemphasized from even last week. Uranus wants our attention, okay? So, I put it in the title to help y'all out, just give y'all the answer for the test ahead of time. Stay flexible, flex. We flexing on them, okay? Um, yeah, so open mind for those who are already p- partnered and coupled up, you know, hey, if if your partner comes with a, an idea here in the week ahead, this weekend leading into the week ahead, Hey, if it, I told y'all, as these energies go exact, they intensify. I'm giving you the date and time that th- that this alignment is exact with no variation, with a zero-degree orb between one planet and the degree that it rests and resides in in a particular constellation and another planet or point in where it rests and resides. There's no variance. These um, Venus 
and Uranus are going to be exactly 120 degrees apart from each other, exactly um, here on Sunday late night in the central time zone, okay? So leading up to that exact moment, the energy builds, the energy intensifies. You Be on the lookout for sudden and unexpected. That's why I say flex, stay flexible, stay ready, because it's coming. If you've been waiting on change with your love and your money, it's coming. And I can give you the time and date, okay? So new relationships started at this time. I want to hit back on the singles. Um, it's really going to satisfy your need for love and excitement, okay? So if excitement is what you've been waiting on, just something to break the monotony and not be bored sitting at home, you, you're going to find that. But this is not a, a energy of like a Saturn energy. This is Uranus. So it, 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 it's lightning fast. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just as quick as lightning can strike. It, it shows up. But then, you know, when it's not lightning, it's not. So it, it may not be a lasting relationship if it's started under this planetary alignment, okay? It could, especially if there are other factors when you're looking at synastry, when you're looking at composite charts. Um, there are other factors that could override this one alignment, but um, it is something to consider and keep in mind as well, okay? Uh, because if anything, it could just denote if it, if it was a lasting relationship to form at a time like this, it would, it would just denote that the relationship would have a tone of requiring a lot of stimulation, a lot of excitement, a lot of new and fresh energy all the time, or probably a lot of the time anyway. Um, sexual affairs are associated with this transit, and you might even be attracted to situations that could be considered moderately dangerous, okay? So just Keep an awareness of that. I'm not here to tell you guys what to do. I'm here to tell you guys about the energy, okay? Do what you will. Um, it's Venus once again, wants to socialize. And so there could be some sudden unexpected things, some surprises when you're out socializing. Um, definitely uh, Uranus has a feel of freedom to it. Uh, it. It can even be considered the, a rebel kind of energy. Um, and you may just feel like you got to get out and socialize, like you're re literally rebelling against being so boring all the time. <laughs> and under this energy, you feel compelled and free to go ahead and get out, okay? Um, Uranus is sudden and unexpected, so it's probably not an energy where you're making plans to go out and be social. But, yeah, if you get an invitation somewhere, you should go, that you're you're feeding this Uranus energy on a high vibration, okay, when you do that instead of a low one. And we don't even want to get started on what all the low manifestations are, but um, we're going to keep it high, y'all. Uh, oh, Venus is the money, right? So with Uranus being sudden and unexpected energy, you could definitely be on the uh, lookout for, you know, just what do they call that? When you just spend, you didn't plan to spend the money, you're kind of splurging. Be Beware of splurging, okay, at this time. If you can avoid the splurge, go for it. It's a beautiful energy to infuse some fresh breakthrough, 
energy into uh, an area regarding money or love, okay? So that's great. But if, if you ain't got it, hey, this could be uh, energy where you could infuse some fresh breakthrough energy into your money instead of out of your pocket, okay? Just reverse it. And so you, Uranus is like a real, it's like a, it governs Aquarius. It's like a genius energy where the insights come, flashes of insights, lightning flashes, okay, can come. So if you need a breakthrough in your money, this is a good energy for that too, okay? If you know where it's hitting in your chart, once again, you can be more precise and exact with it. That's why you need to know your time of birth. We're getting real exact over here. Uh, and Mama Dada Astrology, won't you join us? Um, some peeps, some celebrities that were born under Venus Trine Uranus energy, Denzel Washington, Eddie Murphy, Barry White, James Earl Jones, and Arsenio Hall. So you can kind of pick up, Venus also governs the arts. Okay, Venus rules beauty, and so um, combining that with um, the genius of Uranus and the flashes of insight, just and even compare it to the artistic ability of of, of some of these. Uh, most of them are actors, Barry White, but just how they infuse the the, the genius energy into their art. They're all really great at what they do. You say Denzel, you don't even have to say his last name. So Arsenio, too. Um, so for us, we're going to bring it out of Hollywood and back into our own homes. I've got some horoscopes for you guys, not all signs, but the signs that are most affected by this energy of Venus trining Uranus in our week ahead here on Sunday late night. Um for Leos, I'm going to start with Leo because that's where Venus is, the same Venus that's in this beautiful, glorious, harmonious, the most harmonious aspect to Uranus, the trine, okay? Leo, you have Venus right in your deacon, um, namely the third deacon Leos. If you have planets or points, especially your sun, moon, or rising sign, in between 20 degrees, of Leo and 29 degrees of Leo, then you're in the third deacon, okay? Um, Venus in your deacon is giving full expression to your love nature, okay, Leo? Full expression to your creativity. And it's Leo season two. Let your Sun, shine, Leo. Leo is ruled by the sun. Leo is ruled. It governs creativity. It governs fun and enjoyment, okay? And so all my lions and lionesses, you should be feeling beautiful. Your aura should just be oozing friendliness and that alone attracting to back to you beautiful people and things. It's a perfect time, okay, Leos, for giving and receiving love and affection, spending time with loved ones, and socializing with friends. This is the ideal time, Leo, for dating, for buying gifts, and for making extra cash. Get it, Leo. I love Leo season, y'all. It kind of feels like Sag season, I'm telling y'all. I'm not really biased because I'm a fire sign, but I kind of am. Also, Leo, Uranus is trining you. So you're getting it 
both ways. Venus writing your sign and Uranus harmoniously trining your sign as well. That allows you, Leo, to make very important changes in your life. The very planet of change is 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 blessing you with ease and harmony. So even if cha- very important changes are required of you uh, from April of this year to March 2019, um, it, it can occur more harmoniously without the usual disruption that big change can often bring, okay, Leo's? Beautiful energy for you guys. Um, when this Uranus trine really shows up as a, a true blessing and and a gift of importance, Leo. When you're faced with stressful conditions, okay, especially those that you could see come up um, here in the month ahead in August. Um, have uh, raising your self awareness along with an ability to adapt quickly, okay, flex. That's going to come in really, it's going to be really useful when you're dealing uh, with potential conflict or crisis or just abrupt change, sudden and unexpected change. Uh, uh, researchers have long said even even uh, harmonious, even uh, happy, positive changes like moving to a new house or having a baby or getting married can cause stress. And it's a good thing, you would think, right? And so this beautiful energy, Leo, is going to allow you here all the way through to March 2019, Uh, but particularly at a time like this when this alignment is hitting, it'll be triggered likely uh, in your experience. Whatever comes up, Leo, know that you got it. You can handle it. Just continue to let your light shine, especially while the sun is still shining in Leo. We it, it It's moving fast, y'all, so y'all going to blink, and it's going to be Virgo season. So enjoy. Much love from Mama Dot Astrology to all my Leo mama's babies, okay? Um, Libra, you are being impacted by this Venus trine Uranus alignment. With Venus sextiling, it's not the trine, but it's still an opportunity for this really good energy of Venus and Leo to impact you, okay, especially there in the third deacon. Um, Libra, this energy of Venus sextiling you is increasing opportunities, opportunities being the key word. You have to do something. You have to make a choice. You have to initiate the change that's required to uh, take advantage of the harmonious energy of a Venus sextile, okay? And it's it's directly related with Venus to your love and your money. So you should be feeling like, yeah, let me show my love and affection for someone special. Let me make my presence or my feelings known. Um, in social situations, you can genuinely make an effort to please and to share your warm feelings, and you have especially good social skills now. So making new friends is a favorable thing for you to do right now because people are appreciating your friendly attitude and pleasantness, okay? Entertainment, dating, leisure, financial matters, all favorite, Libra. Um, you are dealing with the Uranus opposition, though, okay? Since April 2016 all the way to March 2019, and that has been presenting challenges. Because unlike having the Uranus trine with the opposition and the potential for the tug of war and the potential to be- become imbalanced, 
um, you feel those consequences of rapid, um, unexpected changes, okay? Um, The unpredictable nature of the changes means that likely you could be Uranus is governing that. Those electrical impulses, our nerves, our nervous system, okay? And so due to the unexpected changes, you could be feeling on the edge, Libra, okay? And so, um, uh, and you may feel like you have to react quickly because the circumstances are changing so much or so fast or so suddenly, Uranus rules, um, sudden reversals. Things were one way and like literally the next moment they are completely different. Um, So continue, Libra, to learn to adapt. Continue, Libra, to flex on them, okay? And continue to adapt to change. That's going to be a key theme all the way till March 2019. So hold on, um, Libra. You got this. Enjoy the Fred. Try your best to um, find some kind of way to enjoy the changes that are coming, Libra. There, there's a there's a, a shift in your perspective that, that you could make that could make all the difference in the world where something unexpected happens and it throws you off also is completely exhilarating and satisfying, and it's that breakthrough energy that you're in its promises that can completely uh, just be an answer to prayer in an unexpected package, and that be the surprise. <laughs> okay, Libra. All right, Sagittarius, y'all have, we have Venus trying, okay? So that's amazing. Uh, all Sagittarius, especially those with energy in the third deacon, should be feeling and looking your best, okay? Um, Venus is in Leo, like I said, so all the fire signs get a boost, Sagittarius included. It should be a time of low stress, Sag, when life flows smoothly, few cares or worries, and you have a loving attitude, right? And people are responding to that with kindness and affection. They're just mirroring and reflecting back what you're sending out. So sad. if you're not experiencing this, you need to be the change that you want to experience. Because Venus is trining, and you ain't got no excuse not to get in on the good feelings, all right, and the good the good money opportunities, the good opportunities for love and and sociability, okay? Um, You have a calming influence due to the Venus trine, Sagittarius, okay? And that earns you even more admiration and popularity. Um, It it, it increases your personal beauty, okay, making this a really good time for Sagittarius, for dating, spending quality time with a loved one, Um, shopping is favored, and any all, any and all money matters should go well, okay, Sag? Oh, God, Sag, y'all got the Uranus trine too? Yes, Sagittarius. So once again, any changes that are that you have been experiencing, Sag, since April 2016 all the way through March 2019, you're good. If you keep an open mind, if you keep a good attitude, if you keep vibing high, and uh, and flex on them. Continue to flex on them, okay, Sag? Y'all, y'all do that. All the fire signs do that pretty good because y'all are so passionate and fiery. And so um, that's what's up, Sag. Moving on to Aquarius. Aquarius, y'all have the Venus opposition, okay? It's still Venus. I know it's the opposition, and I know that probably 
triggers something like it did me when I first started studying astrology. Opposition, I don't want no opposition square. I don't want to deal with no square. <laughs> but I have a totally, completely uh, reversal of a paradigm shift in perspective when it comes to this now. So that's the vantage point that I share with you guys from uh, Aquarius to Venus. It's opposition, but it's still Venus. It's still direct access. When you look, thinking about that tug of war, that rope, it's a straight line across. You can't get a lot much better access than that where there's no, um, you know, bent angles when we're talking about the square and the trine and things like that, even though the trine is easy and harmonious. Um, But the Venus opposition, Aquarius, this is how you can kind of um, pick up on this energy or um, notice this energy. Increased desire for love and affection, right? And problems arising to the degree that you lower your standards, okay? Entering into a new relationship, Aquarius, that's really not in your best interest. Any astrologer right now would advise you against it, you know. It's freaking Leo season. If you're not completely enjoying yourself and caught up in the rapture of love, it ain't the one. (laughs) Hint, hint. And so, Aquarius, you could also be inclined to push too hard, okay, resulting in disappointment from unrequited love. Um, Things you want to avoid that could help you, Aquarius, Avoid lack of discipline, okay? Discipline yourself, reel it back in (laughs) when you're wanting to push too hard, right? Avoid lack of respect. Respect yourself, Aquarius, and you don't have to worry about your standards being lowered or entering into a relationship that's not in your best interest because someone who respects themselves would never do either of those things. And you also want to avoid Aquarius overindulgence. When Venus is opposing you, it can manifest as just taking it too far on the cake and ice cream, taking it too far on just overindulging on anything. Too much of anything can be bad for you, right? You drink enough water, you can, uh, what do they call it, water poisoning. When they haze people and have them drink a whole bunch of gallons of water and they get some kind of water poisoning. So, yeah, even what too much water can get, can uh, hurt you. Keep that in mind too, Aquarius, all right? You are, you, what you do have going on, your ruling planet, Uranus, is sextile, uh, your energy, okay? So that's allowing you to make some changes to, in the, by way of, of uh increasing your discipline, okay? Instead of having a lack of discipline, you're increasing your self-discipline. Instead of having a lack of respect, you're increasing your self-respect. And instead of overindulging, you're monitoring and and tempering your desires, right? And so you're in a sextile is, is hooking that up because you having to make changes and adjust to this Venus opposition anyway, and you're in a sextile is saying, guess what? Those changes are not going to be, it's not going to be such a bumpy road. I'm going to help smooth it out for you. If you take the divine opportunity to initiate some change, if you got the nerve, Aquarius, to initiate some positive change in your life, Uranus is going to be right there to backdoor it. Uranus is going to be right there to hook you on up and say, okay, you take one step, I'm going to take 20,000, all right? 
Okay, Aries, y'all have the Venus trine, okay? So that's easy, effortless energy when it comes to um, feeling and looking your best, having low stress, having a calming influence, all of the beautiful things I was talking to your Sag sisters about or <laughs> or brothers, and, um, and of course, for Leo's. Uh, and then Uranus is in your deacon, okay? So you are Aries, and you, yeah, I've been talking to you all about Uranus being in your sign, I think, for as long as I've been on this show, I'm pretty sure. And so just to remind you, you're feeling likely a strong urge to express yourself in new ways for all intents and purposes, because I don't know a lot of other better ways to say it. You're letting your freak flag fly. And it's all good, okay? You're more in tune. You're more aware. You're in tune with freaking electrical impulse energy. You're in tune with that. You're in tune with the frequency of lightning and and of sudden unexpected events and surprises. You're probably you're probably in the mood or have been in the mood and been surprising a lot of other people because that energy is flowing through you right now, okay? It's flowing through if your sun is here, your self-expression. It's flowing through if your moon is here, your emotions and your routine, okay? And if your um, rising or ascendant sign is here in Aries, you have been a walking ball of change, I'm sure. And so for all my Aries, um, you're not, you're probably not real scared to be different right now. You probably want to be different from the old you, okay, more in tune with who you really are, your truest nature, right? And the changes that you're going through is is in in the vein of this self discovery transit. Uranus going through your sign. Taurus would be next, right? And so it can definitely manifest outwardly as big changes in your life, from all the way from the work front to the home front to relationship front, right? Okay, Gemini. So it's looking real good for all my fire signs. Enjoy. And lastly, but not least, Gemini. Gemini, you've got the Venus sextile and the Uranus sextile. So although you are not a fire sign, Gemini, you could uh, look like one right now. Uh, You could be taking these opportunities with the sextile to get in on some of these good feelings. It's just a really good time, Gemini. Don't miss out on the love and the money and the good feelings and the, you know, the so the sociability and the, the leisure and the entertainment and the dating, right? Don't miss out, Gemini, because there are opportunities here for you as well. The fact that you even came up, it's a lot of signs I didn't read horoscopes for for this particular alignment. So don't miss out on the sextile like it ain't nothing. Um, Changes can look good on you too as well, Gemini, right? You're a mutable sign. That's what you do. So all my mutable signs, I got got some stuff for y'all nearing the end of the week ahead for all my mutable signs. Uh, So definitely know that the energy right now, or at least in the week ahead, is favoring... Uh, or at least active, should be activating all my mutable signs, which should be fine. It's been a lot of Uranus energy. That denotes change. Um, uh, These alignments coming up in the week ahead, of course, denote changes and shifts in energy as these aspects um, align exactly 
So my mutable should be real comfortable with change anyway. Got out of a grand mutable cross, right? So, yeah, let me keep going because we, we're going to hit something as we continue to progress through these weeks. Uh, we got some eclipse season is coming, right? Eclipse season is coming back upon us, so I won't jump too far ahead of myself, but y'all keep that in mind as I continue on. On Monday, August the 1st, 12.49 p.m. Central, the sun trines Saturn, okay? When the sun trines Saturn or as the sun is forming an exact alignment in its trine to Saturn leading up to Monday afternoon, right, achievement is going to be um, on display, recognition, okay, uh, for any previous efforts is what this energy is really talking about. Shout out to the astrology cane. Shout out to myastrologycoach.com. Go to the services tab and click on learn. And you will get a lot of great astrology definitions and information that you will not find anywhere else on the Internet, okay? Back to sun shining Sagittarius in our week ahead here on Monday afternoon. You're really going to, we're going to really be focused. That's, that's what the sun is denoting, uh, a, an energy of focus with its intensity and heat, right, that it symbolizes. Just like that sun, we're going to be focused. And even more so when you're fooling with Saturn and an easy, um, effortless energy between the sun and Saturn, even more so because Saturn is going to be the discipline and the hard work that it takes to focus, okay? Um, so, and Saturn's also talking about goals. As really, they're really similar energies. They're both masculine energies, and so we'll probably under this energy be more in our masculine selves, especially the more masculine signs like Leo. I got horoscopes for you, Leo, for this um, alignment as well. So hold on. Long-term goals. Um, you're gonna be. We're gonna be making sure that we're achieving them. Okay, and that we're focused and that we're balanced. If we're having a little too much leisure, Saturn's going to reel it in. I know there's going to be so many good feelings going on now in the week ahead, all of Leo season. I, I know I've already been feeling the good feelings, okay? I know you have too. It's a trine, so it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. It, sh it, it should only serve to assist us in the ways that we already are wanting to be responsible, self-disciplined, serious, um, and just handle our business. Do put in that good, hard, heart, smart work and go ahead and get them rewards and get on about the business of, of rewards and stuff. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, a strong work ethic, determination are, is all going to serve us um, under this energy, okay? It's going to be easier to reach our goals at this time because we have uh, that easy, effortless flow between two, these two energies, mutual respect, understanding. Um, the sun, like I said, these are two masculine energies, but of course in the, in the dynamic between the sun and the moon, the sun offers the more masculine energy and the moon the feminine energy. So for us all, relationships with men, 
son also denotes those in authority and bosses, relationships with superiors. Um, they're going to probably take on a serious tone since Saturn is so easily influencing that energy. And um, they're probably going to be really practical and likely highly beneficial. Once again, Saturn is the rewards. It may take a little work with the men in your life around this time, but it and it may be a little serious and it may be a little more practical than adventurous and fun and exciting, but it's going to be beneficial. Keep that in mind. Um, we can get valuable guidance, okay, to assist us um, in, in, in the achievement of our long-term goals and, the, and in the focus of them um, from elders, from leaders, from those in authority, from superiors, from potentially men, father figures, but even potentially, okay? Um, yeah, under this influence and energy, our son, our son, our self-expression, our ego, our will, our goals, our career may get a real true blessing uh, from Saturn energy, which typically, of course, and all, it, it always is the hard work and the responsibility, but under this trine influence, we, won't, we likely won't be stressed out. It won't be the kind of hard work that uh, is backbreaking. It'll, it'll be less stressful, okay? Um, promotion is something that can happen under this influence. Get your promotion on because, hey, we're getting under this influence. Our relationship with superiors and authority figures could be practical and beneficial. So this is a another uh, man, uh, possibility of this manifestation of energy. Um, achievement, more recognition, either way it goes. By the time this transit has gone exact on Monday afternoon, we should be feeling satisfied, content, and really good about ourselves. Self-esteem on fleek, okay? Um, and as an elder, if you are an elder, okay, if you are an authority on something, if you are someone's superior, if you are someone's parent, um, this is a wonderful energy, especially as it um, becomes exact. Know that for all my parents or mentors out there over the weekend, as it leads up to being exact there on Monday afternoon, it's a really good time to pass on your knowledge, okay? Pass it on to the younger generation. Um, someone could look up to you or ask you for your wisdom or expertise in your profession, okay? Um if you're not in a position of authority or anyone's parent, um, it, this energy could just denote patience and attention to detail, okay? And so that making this a really good time for any routine chores you have to do, any anything, especially if you normally would consider it hard work or backbreaking or something of that nature, under this alignment, it should, you know, it should go smoother, okay? Be le Once again, be less stressful. Um, I only came up with one well-known celebrity that was born under this influence. So, you know, it bodes well for him because he's a Taurus, but it, it's Chris Brown, okay? If y'all can find any more, email me. <laughs> Send it to me. I'd like to know who I missed under the Sunshine Saturn influence. Okay, and for you guys, I told you, Leo, I had you. I got something for a few of the signs, not all, once again, okay, the ones that are most affected. Um, 
Leo, you, of course, it's birthday time, solar return time. Happy solar return. It's the Earth Day. It's the Earth Day. You guys having sun in your deacon, um, especially those born, um, this is happening at 9 degrees Leo for the sun and 9 degrees Sagittarius for Saturn, so definitely starting off that second deacon. Okay, I know everybody, you always hear people, the first deacon is degree 1 through 10. Well, that's not true. The first deacon is 0, and all the minutes that come after that point all the way up to 9, because once you get to 10, you're in that second deacon. I say second deacon on this alignment because um, the sun's at 9 degrees and 53 minutes. You can't get a lot closer to 10 than that. And, of course, Saturn's at 9 degrees and 53 minutes, Sag. So I read it. I've been I've been reading charts for quite a while now, and um, when I read energy that's that close to that next deacon or that next cusp or, the, or that next sign, uh, I'm, I'm, in my observation, I have been correct to read it into that upcoming energy uh, instead of saying, oh, well, there were seven minutes left of it being in this energy. It's still in that energy. Technically, it is. If someone were to ask you and it's at nine degrees and 53 minutes, technically it is. But with seven minutes to go, I mean, wow. I've, I've just, in my once again in my observation, I've seen it read into that next area um, perfectly almost every time. So, um, Leo, definitely you're going to find it easier to express your identity and be yourself when the sun's in your sign. Period. Okay, focuses on you, sun shining on you, spotlights on you, and energetically, of course, you are looking at your year ahead. You're you're looking out further than everybody else right now, Leo, because the energy of this season is exactly what's going to be impacting and affecting you for at least 360 more degrees to come when we're back here again. So uh, you should be feeling confident, uh, Leo, easier to express yourself and your individuality. Because it, because the spotlight is on you, and it's okay to bask in the sun, Leo. Y'all, y'all are ruled by the sun, so this should should be a really um, great time energetically for you guys. And then, what do I always say? When you've got access to an abundance and an overflow of good energy, Leo, please. I don't have to. Tell, I said that last show. I do not have to tell a Leo to be generous. <laughs> So definitely, you know, that in itself, Leo, is going to continue to reflect back and mirror back to you even more. So enjoy, enjoy. Um, uh, Yeah, new goals. This is definitely the time for you to be setting new goals, Leo, for the year ahead. Um, Here at the new moon in your sign for the next two weeks on the short term, get it, Leo. Get it on the short term level. Go ahead and work your magic here in the next couple of weeks from August the 2nd. And then six months from now, of course, at the Leo full moon. And then, of course, your solar return again. You're standing right where you are right now, Leo, and um, you're ready for that new, new, okay, on the short and long term. Leo, you are dealing with the Saturn trine. Woo, woo. So steady progress, okay, wherever you are 
uh, exhibiting extirpation, determination, a strong sense of duty and responsibility, uh, that is space where you're allowing great achievement, okay, and steady progress to continue to unfold for you. So that's amazing energy to be um, experiencing right now, Leo. You're going to be balanced. You're going to be focused. You're not going to be distracted from your goals and your plans. Um, It's not, you know, once again with Saturn, it's not Uranus. It's not exciting. It's not, you know, uh, particularly stimulating, Leo, or thrilling. Uh, But if you are willing to work hard, okay, um, on building right now, on, on, on building security, on building foundations that will last, then you will you will achieve great things, and you will steadily continue to progress, Leo. So you got it. Libra, um, sun sextile for you, okay? So not so much the trine, but an opportunity for um, the power, the, um, the personal expression um, to help you when you're promoting yourself, when you're um, uh aiming to achieve your goals, okay, personal expression, the sun. So you should be feeling confident, Libra. If you're not, you can be. (laughs) You can choose to be. And uh, you should be feeling enthusiastic. It's a really great time to make progress with the things in life that mean a lot to you, okay, work, relationships, long-term goals, so. And then you're dealing with the Saturn sextile as well. So once again, a divine opportunity to put in that good work, Libra. Go ahead and take the responsible attitude in all your affairs. You know, when you could choose to not be responsible to the degree that you do choose to be responsible in work, with your in your relationships, um, with partners, in your relationships, with family members. Um, you will be oh so glad you did. It'll feel like a trine. <laughs> After you put in the work, it's going to feel like a trine. It's going to feel easy and effortless and harmonious. And you don't have to let nobody know that hard, hard, smart work that you put in to get it either. You just enjoy Libra, okay? Sagittarius, you, of course, have the sun trine. Sisters and sister sign Leo. Um Calm, inner feelings of calm and balance, plans working out well, okay, Sag, Um, goals being easily achieved now more so than at other times, Um, other people not standing in your way, expecting favors or at least less resistance. Sag, if you need a break from the resistance, then this alignment is um, coming and it's intensifying for just for you, okay? Uh, career advancement is favorable under um, this influence of sun trining your sign, Sagittarius, uh, and it's all because of that increased confidence and that increased ease and the lessening of resistance in the energies in and around you, okay? Um, of course, Sag, I don't have to tell you that you have Saturn in your sign. I'm sure you are well aware, like Uranus, uh, Aries has Uranus in their sign. I'm sure you are well aware Saturn is there um, because you're 
it's feeling Sag real faded and karmic in your life <laughs> this year with Saturn being in your sign. And, and years of effort and striving towards your goals are coming to a head. They're culminating kind of like a full moon on display when Saturn's in your sign, okay? Um, of course, the running Saturn theme, hard work, responsibility, all applied to things that mean the most to you. And the harder you work and the more responsibly you are carrying out the duties um, that you have, then the more rewarding this transit will be. Um, pay attention to what area of your chart that Saturn is transiting in, Sag. If you don't know, I'm going to do a Sag special and hook y'all up. Just one-click access um, to me by way of email, and I and we I will let you know what area of um, your chart it's transiting through. Just lessons upon lessons in relationships. Come on, karma. You're you you gonna figure out with Saturn going through your relationship sector who need to stay and who need to go real quick. Saturn may be going through your fourth house, through your home, through your family. And you're learning lessons on how to relate better with your relatives, uh, relate better even with your uh, ancestral lineage and heritage. Maybe you're being uh, called upon to do, to do some hard, hard, smart work in that area. So when you know what area it's in, it's it's especially as far as when. Um, as I talk to my mamas, shout out to my mamas, babies, y'all going strong since January. I, I, I have to remember it was just January, you guys, when I debuted and introduced to the world um, the subscription service. And so it's been an amazing ride. I haven't lost one. And I hate to keep saying that because it's not really about that, but it feels good when people are riding with you. Okay, y'all just don't know how good it feels. And, and, and when people put their money where their mouth is, they put their energy, you know, uh, there's even an old passage that I remember, and it says uh, where your money is, that's where your treasure is. And so I just want to take a, another opportunity to thank you guys so much. Astro love gifts popping. I appreciate y'all. I love my mama's babies. Talk to y'all real soon. Um, so yeah, you Sag, y'all good. Aquarius, sun opposition, okay? The sun's in Leo, that's directly opposite your energy. And it can be a difficult time, like a tug of war because of it. Your ego and your will possibly getting in the way of achieving what you want. Keep that in mind, Aquarius. Keep that ego in check. And, and, and when it comes to what you will and won't do, know that those decisions could be uh, in the way and you could be feeling like you're having a tug of war in that. Um, you could be also feeling like you're banging your head against the wall, okay, because other people just aren't making things easy for you. They, they potentially are even opposing you with sun opposite your energy, okay, Aquarius? What you do have is Saturn sextile your deacon, okay? So it is an opportunity 
for that same thing that a Saturn Tron can provide, steady progress towards your longer-term goals, okay? But it is going to require you to take divine advantage of the opportunity to make a decision, a choice, to take more, take a more responsible attitude in all of your affairs, okay, Aquarius? Work, relationships. Be responsible or you can't be mad. If an opportunity passed you by, you can't be mad. It came. So this is a wonderful opportunity for my mama's, mama's Aquariuses to express your leadership qualities, okay? The part of you that is responsible and can discipline yourself as, as much as you may want to try to discipline things outside of yourself. If you can turn that inward and show your leadership, show your own self that you can boss up, um, then you may be called on to fulfill important duties, okay? For my Aries, of course, you've got trines coming from both ways. You've got the Sun trine and the Saturn trine Aries, okay? So harmonious relationships are being um Experience should be being experienced by you because of your balance, because of your calm in, um, that you feel inside Aries, okay? Um, career advancement also because of your confidence and ease and the Saturn trine. So, yeah, just even even to uh, um, to the degree that this energy is so effortlessly and easily flowing to you, um, you should be in a position to really be rewarded for your efforts, okay, to really begin to see some great achievements due due to your determination and your strong sense of responsibility. It should be a more stabilizing influence for you, Aries, okay? and you're going to, you're going to need it um here in the month of August for sure just due to some uh a Pluto transit you're having, okay? So you're going to be balanced Aries, you should be you should be focused and you shouldn't really be having to deal with a lot of distractions due to that increased focus that um even is aided by the confidence and ease and calm and balance that the sun trine is providing you. So overall, extremely beautiful, wonderful energies. And lastly but not least, Gemini. You've got the sun sextile, okay, so you do have access to, if you um, take up the opportunity to do so, to um, for promotion. Uh, promotion of yourself um, and achievement of your goals is going to be helped by your, pers- your powerful personal expression, okay, an opportunity for that, Gemini. And then we got the uh, Saturn opposition, okay? Saturn opposing your energy can be a draining time, okay, Uh, because you're more likely to feel weighed down and pessimistic, some of the more negative manifestations of Saturn when it goes from being a realist and practical and responsible into being, like, totally depressed and pessimistic and negative. Um, about any challenge, about any blockages to your progress, about any opposition, okay? It's it's only a test, Gemini, okay? Um, 
and it just, just everyone else who may be experiencing tests and challenges right now, maybe they have the Saturn trine, and you know, it, they, the point is, is that to you, Gemini, the tests are going to seem way more serious. And you may feel like you have a whole lot more of them than everybody else right now with Saturn opposing your energy this year. And that may have, leave you feeling kind of burdened and restricted in your freedom or, or, or in your self-expression, okay? It is only a test, Gemini. You and Sag, boy, I tell you, Sag got Saturn in its sign, and y'all have Saturn opposing. So I just want y'all to know that, number one, no transit lasts forever. Saturn will eventually go into Capricorn here, and it won't be back in your sign, thankfully, for another 29 and a half years. Um, But once again, with Saturn energy, my Geminis and my Sages, listen up, be encouraged that when Saturn gets through with you, yeah, it was hard work. Yeah, it was karmic and heavy and, you know, you felt all serious and responsible and had to grow up. But my, oh, my, when Saturn gets through with you, here come that success. Here comes the achievement. Here comes the promotion. Here comes the reward. Here comes the advancement. Here comes you becoming the authority on something because can't nobody tell it like you because you've been, you've been through the fire. You've been through the tests and the challenges. You faced them head on and didn't punk out and didn't, you know, just fall apart. You didn't manifest lower um, energies of Saturn. You didn't become negative and pessimistic and Scrooge. You allowed the refining fire of tests and challenges to prove you, to establish you. To, to to build a firm foundation that's unshakable within you. So I just had to shout out Jim, Gemini and Sagittarius and encourage you all to, hey, we got this. Moving on, because, of course, I cannot let the show go by and not discuss the very title of the show, The New Moon. So let's get to it. Um, there, That was Monday afternoon. There, Monday evening, August 1st, 7.44 p.m. Central, the moon does trine Mars and send it into void status, okay? Um, it won't be there long. Uh, 7.44, it goes void. Hey, 8.12 p.m. Central time, the moon enters Leo. So if you're going to finish, you know, put some finishing touches on projects that you started while the moon was in cancer, Um, you know, if you want to make a quick to-do list, um, edit, refine, review anything, uh, you could go to maybe, I don't know how you go to sleep early. Like I said, it's just a few minutes long, so I really won't even camp out on that. Just know that in that very, very short window, you definitely don't want to be initiating a lot of new stuff, beginning anything new, okay? We know around here the importance of an exact time. So you got the time now, so you know. Now, eight twelve p.m. Central Time, drum roll, please. The moon enters 
party time, Leo, (laughs) where it's going to be when the moon goes new just a day later, okay? So y'all know around here about the Leo energy, we want to party. We want to feel good. We want to be where the action is. We want to live out loud. We want to look around for anything fun to do, okay? We want to be lifted out of the doldrums. We want to be lifted up out of a blue mood um, when the moon enters Leo because we're going to be emotionally satisfied to enjoy ourselves. You may want to just leave some time, kind of like when moon and Pisces come along and you just want to leave time to just be. You may want to leave some time in the week ahead. It's summertime. Children should still be out of school. Maybe you're um, uh, uh, still haven't got that vacation in. You may just want to um, consider that during this new moon and Leo season because we will be so satisfied, and it will be such a wonderful energy to put on your next two weeks after that new moon on the short term when we have um, our next full moon here in August, uh, just leave let, leave the schedule open and let your inner child, the very energy of Leo, of the sun, of the fifth house, allow your inner child to come on out and lead the way, okay? Colorful um, places um, that w- we would enjoy, like museums and fairs and festivals, okay, parades, parties, um, p- even Leo Sun um, Fifth House energy t- uh, describing drama and acting and stage and plays, okay. It may emotionally satisfy us here over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to go ahead and read this energy into the next couple of weeks because once again. This is the very energy that the new moon in Leo is in. So the more you get to know and familiarize yourself with this energy in its many forms, it's a really creative energy. So I love the fifth house. I love Leo. I love the sun. Um, All the Leos I know are extremely creative, and uh, they're – they might as well be an earth sign because I don't know one that's broke either. <laughs> I don't know one of them that's broke either. <laughs> so uh, that that is some, uh, the fifth house son, Leo, also rules entrepreneurs, not only our physical children, but um, uh, children by way of projects and things that we create, be it a child, be it a business. Entrepreneurship is here in Leo, in the fifth house where um, the sun rules, okay? And so um, anything of that sort is on display for us all for the, at least the next couple of weeks on the short term. Um, it, make sure at the beginning and the end of the day that whatever keyword, whatever um, way that you choose to indulge this energy that you're having fun. That's the my favorite keyword for Leo and Fifth House and the Sun is enjoyment, is fun, is games, sports, okay, even games of chance. Um, it's it's the sun, okay. So there's once again ego involved, the will, and that more masculine energy. So. If if you see it manifesting more of like a cocky bravado in a man or more like a diva kind of energy in a woman, then that that's it. 
that right there is it. The one that's not afraid to be in the spotlight on the stage, sun shining on them, okay? Um, these people, just like the lions and lionesses that Leo energy rules, the royalty kind of vibe and energy that um, Leo rules, um, this may be a time where you do want to dress up a little bit more or put a little more creative energy and effort. Just have fun with If it gets to the point where you're being all serious and anal about your appearance, then that ain't it. But just having fun with your dress, having fun with your attire, having fun with your appearance in anticipation of being seen, in anticipation of being in the spotlight, being on stage, um, the sun shining on you, okay? When the moon's in Leo, we revel. We're emotionally satisfied to be admired, and we take pride in the way that we look, okay, just like a pride of lions, right? And so um, we, Leo is also a very encouraging, once again, I described it as generous earlier, but it's, it's, it's not just generous with things. It's also generous with energy. Leo energy rules the heart, okay? So we're, that that is what uh, can compel us to be more generous in many ways. Um, and so we could find ourselves either encouraging or being encouraged by someone or encouraging someone else to let their light shine, for to let their uh, ego shine, their will shine, just, just even if it's just for a few days or for a couple of weeks. It may just be the energy necessary, especially here at the time of a sensitive new moon where we can sow some seeds that we don't normally. So if you're not normally that kind of person, I don't want to be seen, I don't want to be in the front, you know, then it's a divine opportunity on a temporary basis while the energy is just very supportive of that those types of activities. So go ahead and indulge your inner Leo. Everyone has Leo in their chart somewhere. Your sun sign may not be there, but there's so many other um uh, plants and points in your chart that could be being activated and triggered not only here as the moon enters Leo, but once again for the next couple of weeks and potentially on the long term for the next six months. And if you are a Leo, uh-huh, the next year, okay? <clears throat> and so definitely indulge that energy, hold the stage, tell your story, you know, and put some dramatic flair on it while you're at it. Um, definitely um, hang out with some children, hang out with your children if you don't normally hang out with them. Um, <clears throat> laugh, be, you know, let your inner clown come out and just clown around and enjoy, allow yourself that. And as you do, it will feed into these cycles that are Yet ahead of us, we're feeding into a cycle now. As we're approaching this new moon in Leo, we are closing out the new moon of last month, okay? So get get in your mind the next, the month ahead, basically. I know we do a week ahead around here. Energetically, get ready for your month ahead as we approach this Leo new moon. And as you get ready for your month ahead as we approach this Leo new moon, I want you to tap in, okay? I want you to tap into your inner lion or lioness. I want you to tap into your inner 
thespian, you know, the the inner child, and I want you to embrace it and indulge it. Tell silly jokes. Just be silly. Tell jokes. Send funny pictures. Surprise somebody with a gift just for the fun of it. Um, it's all about enjoyment. Encourage somebody you love. Accessorize. Add to your accessories or actually utilize some of your accessories maybe if you haven't. It's all about adorning yourself under this energy and having fun with it, styling your hair in a different way. Maybe <laughs> make it look like a mane or something. Wear warm colors that that, res- that resonate on that sun level, um, orange, yellow, and red. Um, watch that red, though, depending. <laughs> um, smile, you know, just smile. Just let your sun shine under this energy. Go on an adventure. Have an, a girl's night or a guy's night, you know. Have fun. Take a creative risk, you know. If it's a, a new, it's like I said, this is where entrepreneurship lies. So maybe you're taking a creative risk at this Leo new moon for a new um, venture. I would definitely consult with an astrologer if you are and have not already just to line up the time um, and make sure that you're starting your business under a favorable energy. Moon in Leo alone is not enough to indicate that, okay? Uh, I think I've dug into this energy pretty good. Um, it, once again, our feelings under this energy are big. Leo is a fire energy. It's really passionate, okay? And so our feelings are big under this energy. Our feelings can be, can be dramatic under this energy, okay? And, and it's a heart energy. It wants to be up close and personal. It's ruled by the sun. It wants to be warm and cozy, Okay, so anything that's not is going to probably feel a little bit threatening at a time like this. Um, we're seeking attention. We want to stand out for our special qualities. And, and once again, Leo, the sun in the fifth house rules dating and romance and just love energy in general. So it's a really powerful, wonderful time for romance and any creativity as well. So... If you want to initiate, we're talking new moon here. We're initiating something. We're, we are in on the blank slate of the dark moon, the new moon. We are setting our intentions, okay, for the month ahead. As especially if you know about, you know, and anybody listening now does, if you know about the energy that this new moon is happening in, you can even more precisely direct your energies and intentions in these areas where the the energy of the sun and the moon intensified in Leo, encouraging and um, supporting anyway, then we can get in on on these here good energies, these here fun energies, these here creative energies of Leo, these here, you know, encouraging energies of Leo, these warm energies, okay? Let your light shine this new moon in Leo season. Uh, Some celebrities that were born when the moon was in Leo, Halle Berry, Queen Latifah, 
Carlos Santana, James Brown, the one and only, Brandy, Venus Williams, Forrest Whitaker, and Smokin' Joe Frazier, okay? Come on. These, none of those names I listed sound like people that, you know, aren't passionate. When I, out of all those people, the a key word that kind of screams out from all of them, passionate. Come on, Boxer, Joe Frazier, Forrest Whitaker, good Lord, we know he's passionate. Some of those uh, roles he's played, it's the house of the, the actor, the fifth house, Leo's son, okay? So, yeah. You can. I mention these celebrities not because I'm hooked on celebrities, but because I want you to be able to see how these energies influence people's expression, their emotions, their ego, their will, the way they play, the way they work, okay, the way that they're spiritual. So all these can be denoted and, and described within the context of a birth or a natal chart, which is how I know these celebrities have this placement. And just like my mama's babies or anybody else I would read a chart for, okay? And so there on Tuesday, I'm not going to camp out here because we are running low on time. I really want to get to the new moon horoscopes for you guys so y'all will know in advance with without fail the energies here for this new moon next week on August the 2nd on Tuesday. I will mention, though, um, there in the afternoon on Tuesday, August 2nd, 12.49 p.m. Central, Mars does finally re-enter Sagittarius. It's been in Scorpio for longer than many of us want to discuss right now, but it is finally coming out of the deep, intimate, psychological, taboo, uh, what else? intense, obsessive, extreme waters of Scorpio, Lord. And it is it is re-entering here as it um, it turned direct here on June 29th, and it made its way back out of Scorpio. Finally, it's making its way, and here next Tuesday, it finally re-enters Sagittarius. And I know it's been a while since Mars was here. It started the retrograde cycle here. And just to refresh you, um, when when Mars is in Sagittarius, um, our actions are motivated by our ideal. Sagittarius is a spiritual energy. It's a really um, idealistic, higher-minded energy. And so our actions would be motivated more by our beliefs, okay, what we have faith in. Your spirituality is going to be coming into play, whether you tend to indulge um, consciously indulge yourself there or not. And so uh, Sagittarius is the adventurer, okay, and it it can have a restless energy. It's also mutable. So we could be bothered by routine when Mars is here, okay, and could quickly become restless if we feel confined. We're going to want to move about the country. We're going to want to go on our little adventures. and. you know, there's going to just be a sense of wanderlust on us when Mars is here. And, of course, depending on uh, what area of your chart is going through, you, you can know exactly where to expect this kind of restless energy to play out. Uh, we could definitely start projects or um, challenges with, you know, gusto. We're, 
with an adventurous spirit, a challenge or a project doesn't scare you. It only serves to satisfy and excite you with Mars being in Sag. Um, And so you could abandon them quickly. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Sagittarius is practically almost the opposite of Saturn energy where you do have the discipline to see something through and to, to, to make something last. It's not there uh, with Sag. Sag is looking at the long-range view. Sag is seeing things, you know, from way up high. And so they could, you could start something with a broad perspective, you know, with this grand vision in mind. But due to Sagittarius not being clued in and keyed into the details, when, it come, when those things come up, as Mars transits through Sagittarius, you could see yourself abandon them, okay? Abandon them pretty quick. So be on the lookout for that, um, especially in the area of your chart this is playing out in. Uh, you may have just set your sights too high. Sagittarius is what I describe this energy all the time. I know it well. It's never enough. It's never too much. It's never too far. It's, it's, it's just more, more, more. And so if you set your sights too high and you don't have the necessary discipline, the self-restriction, and everything needed to give it structure and, and a firm foundation, then you could see this kind of play out on, on, like I say, the low vibrational or the negative manifestation end of the Sagittarius energy. I do have horoscopes for y'all for that, but I'm going to keep it moving, y'all, okay? We're going to hit this new moon in Leo if I got to shut everything else down and clue in on that. But um, we should be right upon it. Hold on. I went the wrong direction, y'all. Two seconds. Okay, yeah. No, it's the very next thing. So, drum roll, Tuesday, August the 2nd, 3.44 p.m. Central. We do have a new moon at 10 degrees of Leo. All my second deacon, um, second deaconers, (laughs) Be on the lookout, okay? This new moon is activating you. New moon, of course, it's the end of one cycle and the beginning of a new one, right? Um, all possibilities are available to us. We can we can have whatever we like, okay? And we can rightly put ourselves in the forefront of new plans, okay? Once again, where we are currently today, Wednesday, July 27th, we've already turned a corner. The third quarter moon was yesterday. So we're wrapping things up here on Saturday, like I described at the balsamic moon. I want to say balsamic, yes. Um, then even more so, once again, we're going to be, for all intents and purposes, going to sleep, preparing for this new moon. And so we're kind of in the middle, right? We're we're not in the middle. We are at the end, okay? But we're in between, in the middle, that's what I was trying to say, in between the full moon and the new moon. We're just on the other side of it. If it was yesterday, I would say we're smack dab in the middle. But it was yesterday where the third quarter moon happened. And so old habits, Old behaviors, old beliefs, 
they're all being questioned right now because we already gleaned what we were going to get from the full moon. By the full moon time, you got to see, well, what I did on the new moon July 4th either worked or didn't work. You know, it was either effective or it wasn't effective. And then at this point, we can say, okay, let me, I can question those things now um, because I know what worked and what didn't. And here at the new moon here on August 2nd, I can can make some adjustments. And, of course, it's going to be happening in a different area of your chart, of course. Um, but you can take it it's still a new moon and it's still an opportunity to plant seeds energetically for what you want to harvest two weeks from August the second on the short term, okay? Um, at the new moon, we're gonna be thinking about making progress, okay? You're you may already be thinking about it now since we've already turned an energetic corner at the um last quarter moon yesterday. So we're leading up to this time at the new moon where we're making fresh starts and we're writing everything down. Because it's a, it's a blank slate. It's a, you know, like a blank chalkboard, and you can write anything you want on it. And so this is what the new moon is representing. Um, it, once again, new moons have like a first house Aries, Mars feel to it where we're impulsive and we're impetuous, that we're ready. We are ready, Freddie, for that new, new. And that influence is going to last um, until the next new moon, okay, a whole new monthly 28-day cycle. Um, and the next new moon is a solar eclipse, okay. It's on September the 1st. And so keep that, file that away. Um, it's just an excellent time for for beginning new projects and making fresh starts, okay? And you've got a full a two weeks from the 2nd to the 18th there at the lunar eclipse. We're having a lunar eclipse August 18th, okay? Um, then you have, in, in between those two dates, you have the energy strong, most strong of this new moon energy, although the cycle lasts up until the next new moon. The first two weeks are the strongest because the moon is waxing leading up to the lunar eclipse there on the 18th of August. And so uh, like the new moon of July 4th, uh, this New Moon has a strong Saturn square Neptune influence on it. And so a lot of those themes are going to be coming back up for us, okay? Um, We're still learning lessons. We're still gaining knowledge. We're still figuring and finding practical ways to deal with any hardships that the Saturn-Neptune square has caused. Okay, um, and it should be easier to achieve practical results than in the previous four weeks, okay, um, since the July 4th new moon. Um, the new moon is trining Neptune, and that is requiring a more imaginative approach um, and and divorcing kind of this need for tangible results. When Neptune is so easily and effortlessly trining something like this new moon, 
once again, when you're talking about Neptune, Pisces, or 12th house, you can't pin that energy down. You can't, there are no boundaries or lines of definition or restriction um, inside of the Neptune frequency and energy, okay? And so um, Saturn square Neptune is definitely still on display, um, kind of, allowing for an environment of conflict or drama um, caused directly by leaving certain problems to fester. When you allow confusion, confusion is an extremely low manifestation of Neptune. Uh, Deception and lies, extremely low manifestation of Neptune. And with Saturn squaring it, the very planet of lessons, oh, you're going to learn today. Um, and so when you leave problems to fester, it causes conflict. It causes drama. So this new moon could very well trigger or activate um, separation, setback, some kind of disappointment, and, and, and it being made even worse by feeling guilty or worrying or depression or paranoia, okay? Um, psychological fears could be so strong that they become debilitating. So what I'm saying is uh, be on the lookout. Um, These debilitating psychological fears could make it even more difficult to fix the problems that Saturn square Neptune is purporting, okay? Um, It's patience and focusing on the basics or the fundamentals is going to be required of us. You know, just to maneuver through this mucky, miry energy a little easier. Patience and just staying focused on the fundamentals. So that will give us a more practical and defensive approach instead of just becoming too overly optimistic, okay? Um, Neptune is also, once again, Neptune Pisces 12th house also governs, you know, um, alcohol, any kind of intox, any kind of intoxicant. Um, so be on the lookout for that as well in the week ahead around the time of the new moon and this Saturn square Neptune activation trigger being triggered at that time. Um, Try real hard not to drink your problems away because under an influence like this, once again, Saturn squaring the planet that governs that energy means you're going to learn today. It's not a game. It's not a joke. Saturn is the parent. Saturn is the authority. Saturn is the hard lesson. Saturn is the karma. Okay, so it's kind of not a joke. Um We also here at the time of the new moon have the sun and the moon trining the very same Saturn that's squaring Neptune, okay? And so that is, uh, once again, the achievement, the recognition, um, all that is going to be impacting the new moon as well. Thankfully, we've already gone in on that alignment. Um, So, yeah. That that Sun trying Saturn alignment alone is really a catalyst for this September first solar eclipse that's coming up. Okay, y'all know about eclipses fooling with me for a year by now. When eclipse season comes, there's six months leading up to it. Definitely within the month or so leading up to it. Here we're just. Yeah, we're a month away, and I'm just now kind of starting to drop it on y'all 
so y'all can be on the lookout. Eclipse season is no joke. Cata- think cataclysmic, you know. Think um, life-altering. Think the path that you're literally on, you know, being altered. That's kind of the energy of, of an eclipse. It's intense. It's not a regular new moon. It's a solar eclipse. It's not a regular full moon. It's a lunar eclipse, okay? And so um, this being the last new moon before the solar eclipse new moon of September 1st, this sun trying Saturn influence on this new moon here in Leo is encouraging us to tidy up any loose ends. Are the very ways that we're responsible and mature and serious are going to be blissed easily and effortlessly by this sun in Leo, okay? And so um, it's, it's, it's going to benefit us to be continue to be responsible, especially at this sensitive time. Um, we're going to take a no-nonsense approach at this time to clear away any clutter in our life in preparation for a new beginning, not just any new beginning, but a solar eclipsed new beginning, okay? So any loose ends related to Saturn um, uh, square Neptune, uh, yeah, that's been going on. And the last eclipse that we had there in March, those should be tidied up as well because as you all know by now, these eclipses, are on cycles, and so if we're at a, if we're approaching a new eclipse season, guess what that means? We got one that's closing out. Same thing, same energy. Okay, that new new. It's a solar eclipse, so that's a new moon, basically on steroids. And so um, this this eclipse that's coming up is, is also going to reinforce this Saturn square Neptune theme. Okay, guilt fear, disappointment. And so think of this new moon that precedes it along with this trine to Saturn as being the perfect alignment and energy for hard work to be done, for smart work to be done, for heart work to be done. Come on. In preparation for potentially cataclysmic, eclipse-worthy, proportioned, difficult times, okay? Go ahead and allow this new moon season. This is a real sensitive and and, and important time, y'all, of this particular new moon leading up to the next new moon, which starts eclipse season here. Um, So allow this new moon season, this four weeks, this 28 days, to serve, to encourage you to conserve your resources, energetic and otherwise, Be responsible. Saturn wants you to tighten the belt, tighten the purse strings, conserve your energy and resources so you can get ahead where you can. While the sun is trining all that hard work and blissing it and putting you in position to to garner the achievement, to garner the recognition, to garner the promotion, to garner the success, then conserve that extra at a time like this, energetically and otherwise, and you will be glad when eclipse season comes that you did, okay? 
I think I may have just enough time to do these um, horoscopes. And then, yes, next week and the week ahead, and I'll remember it this week for sure if I didn't last week. I'll have to go back and listen to last week's show. I can't believe I didn't do that. And um, I may have to pick up on some of that too because I do want you all to get this info. Um, Yeah, so after the new moon, the moon goes void. Uh, on Thursday a couple of days later, and so I I can definitely pick up there because we'll be back on the air by Wednesday, of course. So these new moon horoscopes, so yeah, I know y'all want to know where where the sun going to be shining for me, Mama Dada. Leo, of course, I'm going to start with you because the sun being in your sign, you already know. Pick a project, pick a journey, pick a venture that's going to carry you through your next entire solar year, okay, Leo? You got the extra energy. You got the enthusiasm. Sun shining right on you. You got the courage to take the first step, and uh, and you can believe in it fully due to the confidence, okay? So pick something you've done your homework on and get to working on it now in a positive way. Just do one thing. Leo, don't let I I don't know any Leos I really have to encourage like that. Most Leos I know are go getters. So guess what, Leo? Go get it. It's your time, Virgo. This is gonna be a really good new moon for you to work on a project behind the scenes. Um, Twelfth house, okay. Um, take advantage of working in the background. You're not seeking the spite. Ain't your season yet, Virgo. You next, okay. You got next. But you can benefit from clearing out the clutter in your life. Twelfth house is that last house. It's the end. You know, you can you're letting go uh, because you're about to have a new beginning for a, a whole solar year as well. So right now you're letting go. You're cleaning out the clutter. You're ending things that need to be ended. That it's important, Virgo, for you to end, and that should excite you because the new new is on the way. It's around the corner, Virgo. And so um, your your intuit is a water house, so you can be very intuitive right now, Virgo. If you need guidance, go within, Virgo, and you can have an active imagination as well uh, with the new moon transiting the 12th house that you can really put to good use. You you could even benefit from, like, some creative visual, visualization, Virgo, concerning your new moon goals, uh, for, that you may want to implement for your year ahead when you have your new moon next month, okay? Libra, Libra, this new moon for you is all about them hopes, wishes, and dreams, okay? You can really make some progress with these. You can meet some new people. You can make some new friends. 11th house is all about networking. You can join new groups. You can take up a new cause. You can embrace your individuality and let your freak flag fly, Libra. And you can embrace your independence um, and the rebel in you. Uh, You can really benefit around this time, Libra, when you step outside of your comfort zone and try a method that is unusual or different for you, okay? Scorpio, this Leo new moon for you is all about taking advantage of opportunities, okay, and creating new opportunities, to pursue your goals, to make progress, or to experience success is happening through your 10th karmic Capricorn house, right? Your Saturn house, Saturn ruled house. 
So you, Scorpio, can feel like you're hitting a high point, the peak, the pinnacle with something in your life. And so you can kind of feel like you're hitting your stride. And you can see how the direction you're going in can lead to the ultimate success that you strive for, okay? And so you can be more practical about what you want to do, and you can make the most of what you have um, to make more progress. It's all about reaching that summit, Scorpio, for you this new moon, planning for your next goals too. Sagittarius, um, actually your Sagittarius house is getting highlighted, so y'all ought to do this new this new moon and Leo ought to serve y'all really well, Sag, okay? You've got opportunities coming left and right at the time of this new moon to expand your life in new ways, to have new experiences, to explore the world, okay, Sag? That's right up y'all alley. If you can travel, it's going to be a good time to do it. Just say yes, okay, and keep the passport on deck, Sagittarius. Um, This can be a good period for learning, taking up a new course of study, or even going back to school altogether, Sagittarius. You can be more optimistic about life. Of course, that's what y'all do and can benefit when you look at the bright side and come up with big ideas. Get them, Sag. Capricorn. Y'all are dealing with this new moon from a really intense place, right, a really deep and intimate place of the eighth house. Um, But you can actually benefit when you take a serious approach to projects and ventures or from having a business or financial partner, okay? Eighth house is shared resources, Capricorn, so think share, and you're probably on the right track. Um, You can deal with other people's money well, taxes, debts, inheritances, loans, joint finances. You can even embark on a new transformation that the eighth house rules, okay, from the caterpillar to the butterfly, remember Capricorn? And um, some part of your life or yourself that you feel will make a positive impact on you and those around you is an area of transformation you might consider, Capricorn. Your will can be stronger with this new moon, all right? Intense, Cap, intense. Aquarius, y'all got this new moon going through the seventh house of other, right? So it's all about the other for you right now, this new moon, Aquarius. You can meet new people. You can enter into a new relationship or partnership. You can negotiate a compromise or a better deal, or you can strike a balance. This is all um, seventh house kind of Libra energies. And so you can benefit from the people in your life and be supportive of them if they're presented with opportunities right now. If this new energy may show up in the other Aquarius, and that's okay. That means, guess what? That's good for you to to meet new people under, to enter in new relationships and partnerships under, and to negotiate and strike balances in your in your life under. I promise you want to enter into a partnership with somebody who, you know, who's uh, satisfied and happy and the other in your life just might be where you see a lot of that um, new and bright, uh, warm, wonderful Leo energy show up and show out Aquarius, okay? Pisces. 
Pisces, you can start a new work project, okay? Um, Sixth house is being triggered for you, so it's all about the work and the routines, Pisces. You want to take advantage of work opportunities around this time and feel excited about your work. Um, You can improve your daily schedule or routine and become more productive and efficient, okay, Pisces? You can work on improving your health as well and start a new health regimen, diet, or exercise program, or you can see a new doctor under this energy. Aries, fifth house, okay, for your new moon, the very the very house that Leo and the sun rules, you're having your new moon in. So feel free to start that new creative project, take up a new hobby, feel more inspired, optimistic, and express yourself, Aries. You can be more romantic and playful, and if you're single... You can take advantage of social opportunities to meet new people. If you're in a relationship, Aries, you can show enough, make it fun and enjoyable again. All right, Taurus, new moon for you is in the, in the um, house of home and family. You can start a new home improvement project, work on a real estate transaction. You can move, Taurus, redecorate or renovate or improve your living conditions or environment in some way. You can spend time with family or plan a family vacation or gathering, and you can be more upbeat emotionally. Fourth house is a water house. You may start working on something from the ground up that culminates in about six months from now. Taurus, this bed new new where you starting from the bottom in six months from now, you could really be somewhere amazing, and it all starts at home. It all starts at home within you, within yourself, and it all starts with family and where you come from. Okay, Taurus, if you keep that in mind, this is going to be a new moon here over the next couple of weeks and months on the short term and six months on the long term that you will never forget. Okay? Gemini, you got new moon in your third house, so you can be coming up with that new new as it relates to ideas, having a positive outlook, having more mental energy, being busier, starting lots of smaller projects and just keeping yourself busy. You can learn something new, Gemini. That's right up your alley. This new moon is happening in your Gemini house. So you should, once again, like Sagittarius, feel right at home, sharing information and news um, and and, uh, allowing yourself to indulge your curious and sociable side to your heart's content. And my cancers, last but not least, Y'all have the new moon going through your second house. That's that personal finance house. That's that money. So you can definitely, cancers, pursue a new financial project, opportunity, or venture. You can feel calmer when things go When energy goes from the first to the second house, it slows down so you could feel calmer and more stable emotionally. You can work on creating more stability in your life. Or you can just feel more confident and secure and fixed. It's a fixed house. So you can improve your self-esteem, my cancers, and put more value into yourself and treat yourself to a little splurge. I can't believe we got through it all. We barely got through it all, but we got through it all, y'all. And um, come back here next week and do it all over again. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the astro love gifts. Thank you for the monthly subscriptions. Thank you for the listenership religiously, faithfully. The hundreds of you from one week to the next, I love y'all. Get at me, one-click access. Stay connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio. Peace and I say.